Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien. It's day 1,429 since we came back on the air. Ready to read that letter we got, Max? Sure thing. Listeners, this came to us from one Christine Brooks, and I think it's very interesting. Hopefully someone out there will be able to help her. Here's her letter. Dear Mercury team, I need some help. I'm at a bit of my wit's end here, and I'm not sure where to turn next, and I definitely don't know what I'm going to do if this doesn't work. Here's my situation. A couple of months ago, I got myself into a very bad situation. I hadn't cased a house properly, but thought it was clear of zombies. I couldn't have been more wrong. There was a whole room full of them, and I didn't realize it until I'd gotten the door open. That door was jammed shut, so it took me a minute to get it open, and all the fussing with it had really riled them up. I'm surprised I didn't start with that infernal moaning while I was working on it. But as soon as I did get the door open, that moan hit me full in the face. Since I hadn't been expecting it, one of them actually managed to get its hands on me. I panicked. I twisted away and somehow managed to break its grip. We all know how rare that is. They don't feel pain. And pain is what usually makes us let go of something we're holding on to. To this day, I still don't know how I did it. But I did. I ran down a nearby hallway, but now they were all spilling out of the room they'd been holed up in, and I was cornered. All the doors leading off of that hall were also jammed shut, and I had no time to try to get them open, and even if I had, who knows if there were just more of them hiding behind them. There was a window, but it was also jammed shut. I was just about to say my prayers when suddenly I heard a voice, a woman's voice, heard it loud and clear. She was outside and yelling up to me that I had to get that window open, that I could do it, and that the jump wasn't that far to the ground, that if I could just get that window open, I could escape. I turned and looked at that window and saw that it wasn't latched. It was just stiff. So I put my hands under the top part and pushed up with all the strength I could muster. I'm not a naturally athletic person. I exercise a little from time to time, but not as much as I should. When that window gave way, I thanked myself a little for that extra push-up I did five years ago because I figure it must have counted for something. With the window open and the zombies almost on top of me, I looked out and saw that it was farther up than I'd expected, but that woman yelled at me again from somewhere off to my left. She said I could make it, and to hurry up. So I did. I jumped. Somehow managed to roll when I landed, which was good, because right after I hit the ground, a zombie landed right behind me. If I'd twisted my ankle or, heaven forbid, broken my leg, it would have been all over. But as it was, I was able to get up and run away. I looked around for that woman to thank her, but... I couldn't find her. And here's the part where I need help. I've asked around at all the communities I can find, told them my story, but I still can't find her. I need to thank her. It's important. She saved my life. I'm hoping that if you will read my letter and tell my story on your radio broadcast, that maybe she'll hear it, or someone will know someone who tells a similar story, and I can finally meet her. This is so important to me. Someone, please help. Signed, Christine Brooks. That's quite a story. Excellent work on your escape, Christine. Do you think anybody out there will be able to help her? I hope so, but to be honest, it sounds like the third man factor to me. Huh? The third man factor is a phenomenon where people who are in high-stress situations report an unseen presence of some variety. The presence might offer support or comfort. Wait, like a guardian angel? It's a similar concept, yes. And while there is no additional evidence to support such a statement, I can't rule it out altogether. It's generally considered a psychological phenomenon, though, 
It gets its name from a T.S. Eliot poem called The Wasteland, which was inspired by Sir Ernest Shackleton, who described his belief that an incorporeal being joined him and two others as they made their journey across a section of Antarctica after their ship had gotten stuck in the ice. He said, During that long and racking march of 36 hours, it seemed to me often that we were four, not three. Does anybody know what causes it? Unfortunately not. It's not very well understood, but after Shackleton published his book where he mentioned it, lots of other people came forward to say that they'd had similar experiences. The most common group of people who say they've sensed something like this is climbers, followed by solo sailors or shipwreck survivors, and then polar explorers. But it wouldn't surprise me to find out that lots of survivors of zombie attacks might report something similar. The fact that Christine can't find this woman anywhere makes this at least a possibility. Wow. Well, Christine, we wish you luck, but it's starting to sound like you have yourself to thank for your miraculous escape. We'll keep an eye open and an ear to the ground, but if this person doesn't turn up, try not to let it bother you too much. And we're up on time, Max. Wrap it up. Uh, Sure thing. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.